0: It's, it's a line by line so, so and welcome everybody. this is the man up podcast podcast number what's this 72? Hard to believe. We're glad you're here and where is here. Here is Sugarland Baptist Church in Sugarland, Texas. Go ahead and take a globe, spin it around, put your finger down. Hopefully you're not in the eye of the storm. We're okay. thinking about and praying about those people there so move a little bit west of the storm come to texas southeast side is houston southwest side of houston is sugarland and that's where we are this is the man up adult bible fellowship man up podcast we call it the man up spiritual oasis for men because we're not pastors we're regular guys we're on this spiritual journey and we're glad that you're here because This is the No Church Answer Tour. You get sometimes, you just get sick of it, and you want to be around regular men. And that's what we're here, and that's what we're here to do. And so we're glad you decided to join us. We're on iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud. We have a Twitter page, but the professor isn't here, and I don't really remember it, so... But go on our Facebook page, and uh, somebody will get it to you. Or maybe it's linked. Anyway, though, The web page will be linked. Oh, the web page will be linked. Yeah, yeah, there, there we go. Anyway, I am in a great mood, and I'm getting ready to go ahead and introduce the panel that we have here for this discussion, and we'll go into a summary. But the professor is not here. And you know what? Sometimes when you're around a group, and Robert Koshu is a regular member of this panel, But every week that he's here, I feel like I have to step up my game. I kind of feel like the dumb kid that stumbles into a men's meeting. So, but Robert's not here. And you know what? I didn't even study. (laughs) But we got Steve. Well, we got got Steve. Here's the thing. Robert is the professor. And I feel like that I skipped school and the substitute teacher came in that day because... He didn't even know me so anyway <laughs> pretty happy to be here and our panel is we have he's a policy writer he is a professional gambler and <clears throat> a great guy a regular on this panel mr steve titch is here we also have he's an insurance guy he's a deacon all-around great guy mr kyle trahan is here and of course He's an attorney, he's a prosecutor, he could defend you or he could throw the book at you. We call him the Judge Michael Cropper. And yep. my name is Bill Cox, and uh, I'm going to go around the room and introduce, and have the fellas give their summary of the lesson, and then we'll go ahead and we will uh, read the scripture. Mr. Michael Cropper.
2: Yes, hi folks. Uh, we are, are going to look at Psalm 23, the 23rd Psalm, folks. All of you have heard of it. All of you probably read it. And uh, a lot of times it's presented at funerals. Uh, it is a very... It's a short work by, by King David, but it's very, very colorful. Every line has a, a, a very, very colorful meaning to it. And uh, I, I right before we came, I, I looked at some features. Uh, Kyle had talked to us about looking on videos on YouTube regarding sheep. And the whole... Uh, the whole psalm is about David's view of God and how magnificent he is, and yet he treats him as a shepherd over sheep. And and, and when you look at it from that perspective, David looks, since David has kept sheep before, and Bill, you've talked to us about keeping sheep. Uh, You grew up on a farm. David's perspective, as as close as he can bring it to anybody who has not been a shepherd to sheep, is to refer God as a shepherd, and us being sheep themselves.
3: Great, great. Kyle Trahan. You know, it was uh, an interesting one. You know, of course we all know this one. We've all read it and heard it. Even in the Catholic Church, this is one that we, you know. Really? Well, I mean, it's the most popular. But, I mean, we only got little segments here and there. And... Uh, So, you know, I was doing the teaching on this, and I've said that, you know, sometimes it doesn't hit me until I dive into it to try and dissect it some and everything. And this was a really interesting one to look at all the aspects of the shepherd concept and then to double layer it with the God concept to bring it to what the psalm was actually about. So it was really interesting to me. Steve Ditch. Yeah, I've
4: been looking forward to this one. There's always, it's always a nice opportunity to do a deep deep dive into something that it's been so repetitive, you almost really lose the meaning Mm -hmm. through the repetition. And yes, it's it's a very deep and very important psalm. Uh, It's more than just a psalm for a time of struggle. Uh, It certainly makes sense. To, to turn to it then, but it's 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 not really a lamentation psalm. It's a, definitely a praise psalm, and the the analogy is really developed. The Lord is my shepherd. Great topical sentence there. But as as we go down uh, and look at it, it's it's uh, clearly if, if 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 David truly is the author, he really drew from his experience.
0: And that is exactly where we're going. We're going into Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. convincing and it sounds like a person that is convinced to the core of what they're talking about you know
2: Kyle led us in the teaching on this and I I, I noticed uh, this past Sunday morning when he had our men's class um, but I do notice something here you notice it switches persons about the end of verse 4 you could really read the whole psalm you are my shepherd instead the lord is my shepherd you're my shepherd because he switches to the first person or or, or second person in verse 5 he says you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head my cup runs over surely in goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and i'll dwell in the house and i want to say your house lord forever So from the first verse, I would read it as, Lord, you are my shepherd, I will not want. You make me lie down in green pastures. You lead me beside still waters. David repeats such colorful things as if he were out there in the pasture in his past um, experience with with sheep. But the main thing he says here, and and the author of our book, and by the way, Bill read the uh, scriptures from our book, folks, we connect three sixty a study guide that we use in our class and throughout, I think, the church, and it's rescued redemption. David if, emphasizes uh, one phrase, or er, he just states one phrase, and our author of this particular lesson states this to us very, very strongly. That's verse four, folks. If you have it there, if you're reading read along with Bill, he says, "Yea, though I walk through the shadow of that of de- the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you." are with me and it's in present tense. Now he says that not only during the times when it's dark and when it's dismal and you think you might die or there's death around you, but I like to look at that as right now, you are with me, Lord. Even when I don't feel your presence, even when I don't see you, you are with me. And that's our that's the base of our whole faith. Steve, well it's it's testimony. It's not just
4: a philosophical yeah musing. He the, the key word right at the start in verse one is Lord is my shepherd. He isn't going, God or Lord is a shepherd or is the fountain. It's not it's not some kind of musing on the nature of God. He's addressing his relationship with God. And as you said, the first part he talks about his relationship. Then he addresses directly to God in the second person. So the Lord is my shepherd that I shall not want, therefore I shall not want. There is the consequence there, and that is the first of several very short declarative sentences that run through this psalm. Um, and, And there's no ambiguity. I shall not want, I shall not lack for anything because the Lord is my shepherd. He will make sure, like a shepherd does out in the field, he will make sure the sheep are cared for, the sheep get fed. Uh, as we see through the analogy, they are led to water. Um, apparently, I read in the book that sheep will not drink out of running, running water, water, out of a brook or a river. They need still water. The, the shepherd may have to create a temporary dam, but it's it's not so much that the Lord is providing. The Lord is leading you to this. He is leading to your nurturing. And and, and of course, in the in the following verses, the, the analogy is layered that beyond the physical needs, the the spiritual and emotional needs are met as well. He restores my soul.
0: Even animals know when another animal is getting taken care of well. For example, I, I like you said before, Mike. I was raised on a farm up in Michigan, and we'd have animals. Dogs that were chained up because we just, you know, chained up our dogs at certain times, you know. But, I mean, not all the time. But there would be stray dogs that would come up wanting to be cared for like our dogs were. Okay? That same analogy can be going for in this as well. I have a shepherd that takes care of me that looks out for me, who doesn't live for me, but takes care of the environment around me. And I think that's a big, big deal, you know, looking at that.
2: I was reading some comments uh, before we came, before we met tonight, and uh, uh, a particular pastor pointed out several things about sheep uh, he says, first of all, they're defenseless. He says, they are the only animal that cannot fight and won't fight.
0: The only thing they'll do is kick.
2: Will they kick or will yeah, goats kick?
0: Well, will, right, will they'll, kick? they'll kick and they will fly. I've shown sheep before. Not that they weren't mine, they were somebody else's. Okay. And you had to hang on for dear life. I was used to raising, showing pigs and okay. steers, but man, okay. showing a sheep... I mean, they are... There's no fight in them. It's all flight.
2: So, uh-huh. and he, he says they, um, they tend to produce wool, which, of course, we grow our hair on our head, whether we want to or not. We can't turn it off. But he says sheep tend to produce wool all the time. And he says... and that, The way he compared the first statement with their defenses was what you said, uh, Steve mentioned earlier, Jesus protects us. We cannot... But my... my point to this is we do have a certain amount of protection we have to provide it's not we are physical we can be physical to protect our family right. I believe we're supposed to do that but spiritually Jesus is our protector and we have to trust him spiritually that's why we go to his word and read it and learn and and, and uh, well that share whole, with each other that's the whole part of this class
0: is developing the spiritual man. I'm not gonna help you be a better gambler. I'm terrible, you know? I don't know anything about the law but when not to run. Okay? So I mean so that's about it. But I'm on my own spiritual journey just like you guys are. And that's what we're trying to do with this and and
3: with our Shepherd leading the way. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, Steve said it. You know, of course we're reading here. I think that's a NIV out of the book, mm-hmm. and uh, the King James, of course, is the more traditional that most of us think. And it's the uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And when you said the word want, it was just I shall not envy. It was just a word. Or, that shall not, the I, I thought it was meant shall not
0: have want.
4: Well, but that's that's, kind, that's of the, kind of in the classical definition, yeah. but it yeah.
3: it, you, it still applies. And then it, you know, of course, I jump forward and you got mass right. and, right. and It's like, oh, you forgot right. that statement right here. Mm-hmm. I shall not do that. Mm-hmm. And he forgot later on, and it, it but, just flooded. And it was just the the King James version missing from my teaching that it's thank right, you it's, for saying it's,
4: it. It's, it's that's an interesting reading of that because uh, it's definitely true, but. I don't I don't I don't read this as an admonition. The Lord is my shepherd, therefore I should not want anything. Right. I shall not want because I'm not it, it's it's more of a, as I say it's more of a declaration of really I shouldn't you know I'm not going to need anything. I shouldn't go around wanting stuff because yes, I'm not going to lack anything. I think and, and and but this is this is where it comes in. This is very idealistic. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the right, idealistic, right. And, and, and I'm not saying I'm not, and, and 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 of course David falls short on many occasions. But here's yeah. his, here's his um, testimony. Of that, but go on. I didn't. If you no, know, no,
3: that was it. That was it. Uh, uh, you know, there was just mm-hmm. a, it didn't hit me until you yes. said that word. But,
4: oh. But yes, I, I well, shall amazing
3: not. Amazing, like um,
4: I said, ex, You know, I shall not. I, sh, I shall not really. If I'm really, if I'm really turning my life over to the Lord. That's not, the the earthly stuff isn't going to matter to me. I'm not Most going of the time. desire it. Most
3: <laughs> yes. of the
0: time. Most right. of the time. Right. Right. Well, you we'll do We do have house. Our, our, well, had our... had he have written this and clothes, put you. it all over his bedroom with yes. something to read at
3: times?
2: Had he stuck <laughs> it all over his... I mean, we are human. When we're serving the Lord with all our heart, we can still have our weaknesses and fall and stumble, right? I mean... It, 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 this is great, it's and this is fun what fun I, all of us have is in our hearts. This that's, right here, but this is our ideal, which we want to do all the time. But it's it, it's, it's not, not a straight
0: line; it's a journey. Sometimes you're yes. on course, sometimes mm-hmm. you're not. That's right. I mean, it, it's like uh, being at a soda machine. Sometimes you get straight syrup. Other times, there's no syrup <laughs> at all. And you're wondering what dumpy? is what this? <laughs> no, I'm serious. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you really feel as if you're getting a direct line. And I think at this Psalms 23, he's really feeling the total spirit at that point in time from God, as if he's getting pure syrup from the soda machine. And,
4: well, I think when when, when he's he, he definitely was a great. I think whenever he's doing this this poetry
0: he's he's there he's
4: he's in the moment he's in the moment that's right but to your to your point about the the temptation that's in there with the with the the rod and the staff um the the rod the the staff i mean the rod is the is what the tool for defense that's for chasing away the predators right but the staff is for not only for rescuing you know the the classic shepherd's crook but also you know Keep them in line because uh-huh. so so they don't so the sheep aren't going off wandering right. down there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if it's a, I, I right. like to think of it as a gentle
0: right, prize. right. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, uh-huh. your your law, your rules, your your your, the, the, yeah. your spirit in fo- following you will keep me away from the temptations and distractions, but. It's they're there. It's they're there. Your 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 rod and staff comfort me. There are going to be times where I where I may be going astray, and I'm glad
2: you're there to to ping me. Yeah. Yeah. He says, uh, "Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life." Well, I I would rather that say they're in front of me. absolutely I I, I absolutely agree with that absolutely
0: (laughs) yeah I'd rather the statement
3: (laughs) statement say that but I mean if you think about it though I mean it's usually you have to go through the trials and tribulations to get to that goodness and mercy stage or at least to appreciate it yeah to realize that that you're there well had to go through uh, maybe
0: maybe he means may goodness and mercy be my legacy
3: Oh well, that! But he's already gone through the shadow of death and everything as the, well. So the, goodness the, and
4: the I, And I'm heart. sure. I'm sure the author was being being somewhat half serious. I, I don't know if it was it was the author of this lesson when I was preparing for it. I came across it, but uh, the author was being a little facetious. But he said, "Goodness and mercy are the other sh- sheepdogs coming up behind." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> two
2: sheepdogs. That's
4: And I mean, and. and again it's it's probably not that literal um but it's it's again the mercy being being forgiveness good the lord is good the lord is merciful that yes. will follow me that will that will be part of me and and uh we can go into this this second section with with the 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 image changing to a Host, yep. uh, which which um, is even more rich,
0: what, what? and excellent. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we'll take a quick break here. This is the man
1: are listening to the man up podcast spiritual oasis for men just like any muscle we feel the faith muscle must be exercised and here we do it real authentic the man up way not pastors just regular guys each on a unique spiritual journey thanks for joining us deep questions and discussions you won't hear anywhere else especially in today's climate missed an episode they are archived free for you to select on soundcloud we come to you from the Man Up studios at Sugarland Baptist Church, Sugarland, Houston, Texas in the United States. Have a question or comment or want to book a speaker or group and have Man Up come to you? Contact us on our Facebook page, Gigmasters or Cox at Comcast.net. And now back to fellows of Man Up.
0: Uh, Spiritual Oasis for Men. We're on Psalms 23. And I'm sorry, Mike, that was a hard break. I cut you off. Let's go ahead and go back to your comment.
2: Um, Going to verse 4, folks, if you are reading along with us, if not, the verse 4 says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, and I think the other versions say shadow of death, right? The valley of the Mm -hmm. shadow of death. Right. Um, I, I, I somehow wonder what he's thinking about that time. Of course, David was a leader of the country, he was king of the country, and he was also leader of his armies, I I wonder if he's referring to a time when he's commanding the armies and when he's going up against the enemy, he really doesn't know the outcome other than to trust the Lord.
0: Is he going to walk through the valley of death or he's going to march his army down through the valley of death ahead of him? Well,
3: yeah, but I mean, how many times (laughs) did, when he's running from Saul, did he think that he was done for well that's mm-hmm. you know, okay, that's a very so good point. I've been there to some degree. I've been in this good despair point. state where I'm at that point where ah just kill me now. Or he feels that he's at that point. Well
2: you he know. did he did make that comment and very good point, Kyle. This is this could be referring to a time before he was king, mm-hmm. when Saul was actually trying to kill him. And there there's about a ten year period before he became king over all of Israel and Judah from the time he was anointed king by Samuel and there was a period of time that folks you've read and we've talked about in the past uh podcasts when Saul was actually trying to kill him because he knew that David was going to be the king he was anointed yeah he was anointed of God to be king and that would mean his own children would not have the opportunity to uh to uh serve as king and he went so far as to to chase David into caves and get very close to killing him but uh well, that's a very good point, Kyle. Uh, yeah, he may be reflecting back on those times when it was just a uh, a yard between him and death, possibly, or a few yards between him and death, and he refers and he reflects back on that how the Lord as a shepherd kept him from the uh, from the danger, and from harm.
0: Wouldn't you think he wrote this?
2: No clue. No
0: clue. I, 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 I mean, imagine uh, he was king. I I, I don't know. Um, I, I because, think he was old, and I think he was reflecting, mm-hmm. and then he was it you know thinking about, awesome. thinking about thinking yes. about the time of his youth, mm-hmm. and that was such when life was clear as a metaphor. I,
4: I I think you're right. I think you're right, but I don't think this should all be necessarily we, we we should we shouldn't think that this as I, I don't want to think of it as as solely happening in David's past or the author's past. No that that you have your your trials and tribulations, you walk through the shadow often. When we did the study the the six uh, six battles every, every man, man must, must win, win. Right. one of the chapters said essentially <laughs> suffering is the default. Suffer life suffering is part of life and and this acknowledges is that this when when a shepherd has a flock there are there are going to be times where the shepherd's going to have to lead that flock through you know nasty terrain through areas of predators you know just to get to the green pastures right. or the still waters um the, there's there's going to be there's going to be tough times there's going to be suffering times the point is not you're not a Christian or you're not, you're not religious because you're looking for all of that to go away. What you're looking for is that spiritual comfort, that spiritual, um, I'm looking for a word here, uh, that the Lord being able to come up alongside you and lead you through that. And the, and the confidence that one way or another you will be led through this point of suffering even if it means you die well yeah that there's something I'm not saying I'm not saying it's going to make everything better right. it's not going nonetheless you will not be left alone there is no reason to despair
0: well, the, the general condition is, and this is a, a men's podcast, and so all you women out there, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. This is a billism. There's very few mountaintop experiences in life. Sorry to say there's a lot of sadness. That is part of the, the condition of living. And I think that's a reality
3: that David says here. Yeah, going along with the mountaintop concept. I mean, uh, you know, it's a a great analogy. You figure, I get married, there's a mountaintop. I have my kid, there's a mountaintop. The rest of the time is spending acclimating and trudging up and down, bringing gear. I mean, if you take it into an actual Uh, mountaineering concept, you know, you spend, what, somebody going up Everest? four to five weeks on the side of the mountain trying to get towards the top to get that one ten minute freezing of all get out mountaintop experience they
0: said that Sir Edmund Hillary actually he went up the equivalent of eight times mm-hmm. his first time on going yeah, up each other but, yeah, right, but right. anyway and, but that's the thing that I feel and, and here here's the thing a young person doesn't understand that Okay? And the, the nice thing about this group is we're all some older guys. We can totally relate to that. So, you know, don't reach for the Prozac. You know, get real. It's there's no, I mean, yes, you know, take comfort in, you know, and be content. And I think that's kind of what he's kind of getting to in
2: this. Bill, your son is in our class uh, on Sunday mornings, and uh, uh, all I can say is I wish that my dad had been an example and taken me to Sunday school class where I could have listened to the men at that time. You're absolutely right. As we get older, we learn more. We're looking to learn more, right? Right. And the point is, you had shared with us much of your history, much of your uh, heritage was with you sitting with your dad in church. With other men, and you just listen and you enjoyed being with them. Uh, I, boy, I wish I could have given anything if I were in my teens or 20s to sit with a group of men like this that were this age and had this much knowledge and, and wanted to learn about God yeah. and wanted to share about God. Well, and, but
0: here's the yeah. thing we're just lucky that I don't ask him, he comes on his own, and everybody has their own time. And their own level of faith and what they're seeking, you know. And yeah. and here's this. Hopefully, for the people out there that are listening, this is just one of many that is feeding your spiritual need as you go across this journey. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna sum up Psalms 23, and uh, gonna go ahead and we'll start with Kyle if you'd like to give a little summary
3: and and the man take i this, too. And the man take. Um, you know, as we've said this whole time, it, it's life is hard, but relying on God that He's going to get you through your darkest times, whatever that is, you know, Uh could be a, a, an opportunity you've worked for ten years that you're seeing failing and you're in that darkest hour and you can't quite see the light on the other end. Our objective and I think what David is trying to tell us in this psalm is that God is there with us all the time and we have to put our faith in that. That there was plenty of times, at least the way I read this, that he didn't see God there with him. Right next to him, right in front of him, leading whatever. Mm -hmm. And he is trying to emphasize that that's the goal. I mean, our, we said that, you know, we, we can put flaws in that he didn't follow his own statements here later on. But it's it's his uh, mission statement, I guess I would say. Excellent. Michael Cropper, the judge.
2: Well, uh, I think Psalms 23, uh, since we've looked at it, I've just taken a much deeper look at it and, and much more enjoyable. We've read every line we've talked about. Many of the... Uh, the things that David stressed, and that's simply the Lord is my shepherd, and uh, our our writer of the particular lesson stated what a young person in a Sunday school class said one day. He says, instead of saying the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, he said the Lord is my shepherd, he's all I want. And I think that summarizes our our class and and, and the guys in here, and uh, and I can say that for me. Uh, This has been just... Folks, you read. You can read Psalm 23. I think a hundred times and still get something else out of it if you read it. So I really enjoyed looking at it. Excellent,
0: you Mr. Steve Titch.
2: Well, let's uh, let me mention that there's a
4: there is part of the part of the ending of this psalm is a a hymn to abundance that awaits. Um, If we go from the shepherd analogy to the host analogy, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Again, it's a a time of adversity. Adversity is acknowledged. Yet we have the Lord here preparing a huge table. You know, you see this abundance. Your cup, your cup runneth over. And I love the King James analogy of that. You can see that, a cup overflows, a little prosaic in the modern translation. My cup runneth over. it's not just the cup is half full. <laughs> the cup right, runneth right, over. Right. I, and, uh, and yeah, and, and going back to some of the things, David, late in life, David, David's own son rebels against him. Right. He's killed in battle. It, it, David has a lot of sadness late in life. Um, right. and, and some of it, yes, brought on by his own, own mistakes. Uh, nonetheless, he, you know, let's see past the man and see what's, what's expressed here. And it's, a, it's truly a, a statement of faith, of assurance. As I said, the emphatic statements, uh, uh, I, shall, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I shall not want. I will fear no evil. I mean, we always fear about it. Right. We fear everything. We fear going to the doctor. That, that is a remarkable statement when you look by itself. Of though I walk through the darkest valley or I walk through the valley of death I will fear no evil Not, you know I'll, I'll feel a little better because you're right, there I right. will fear no evil think about the, 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 the faith behind that statement the enormous faith behind that statement
0: I've really enjoyed this as well I, you know everybody looks at scriptures differently and I've been in church my whole life and each scripture means something different to me at different stages when I was a teenager when I was in my 30s when I'm old guy like I am now but I still keep going back to the agriculture and the farm although we didn't my sister had some sheep and they were kinda too stupid for me so uh, I raised pigs and steers And, but the thing about it is, about being the shepherd, is I shall not have want. I always think that I shall want no one else, because the shepherd basically takes care of them and provides a really wonderful environment for the sheep to just follow along. So, I think it's much more than maybe necessarily a controlling owner, but... But, and I think everybody, each of us here, and those of you out there that are listening, <clears throat> have your own relationship. And I hope this makes that relationship that much deeper. We'd like to go ahead, we uh, we end with a prayer. And if you have someone or a prayer request, go ahead. Our Facebook page is Man-Up. We're the spiritual oasis for men. We have a YouTube channel, which is uh, Man-Up. Uh, spiritual oasis for men and you can leave a comment or even a prayer request we'd like to finish that up and uh, mr mike's going to go ahead and lead us uh with that and we'll do
2: all right folks join us in prayer Uh, father we are so glad to be here today we're glad to, to share your word and look at it and talk about it and share what it means to our lives and now, Lord, I ask for your blessing on the listeners that are listening to the podcast, and the men in this this room, and our families as well. And Lord, I ask you to protect them and guide them, just as you would, as we are all your sheep, and you are our shepherd. Go with us week, go with us this week, and protect us in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. And thank you so much, Mike. And. <clears throat> This is the Man Up, Man Up podcast coming to you from Sugarland Baptist Church, Sugarland, Texas. We invite each and every one of you to go ahead and get involved in a local church. Make sure it's local because then you'll go to it. Find an adult Bible fellowship or Sunday school class and look for one that's men only. And if there isn't one, start it. This is Man Up. You've been listening to Man Up.
1: You've watched.